Well, the morning show on a Monday is zipping on by. Here we are, uh, hour number three already at uh, 8.12. And as he does every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Neil Atkins joining us during this hour. Hi, Neil. Well, Dave, I'm here. I'm already throwing stuff on the floor. Oh, and I wonder where you disappeared to. I looked over and you were gone. I was gone. I you were just under the counter my, uh, there. Yeah. Thing with all my cards in it on oh, the floor, no. and I'm picking them up like 52 right. card pickup here. <laughs> That's got to be fun. Did yeah. you get them all? I think so. All right, very yeah. good. Well, good to have you here as usual. Thank Lots you. Lots going on over the weekend. Boy, uh, we yeah. lost a candidate in the Republican presidential race. Yes, according to uh, uh, Donald Trump, uh, mm-hmm. Ron DeSantis. Is that as, uh, <laughs> I, I think so. I think he was calling him something like that. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, dropped out and he immediately endorsed. Trump, yeah, and uh, the uh, what was the other candidate? Uh, Ra- Ra- Russia mommy. Oh uh, yeah, he went, went away last. He week. went away last right. week and endorsed Trump. Mm-hmm. And of course, Nikki Haley's all excited and ecstatic. Well, it and leaves basically her and Trump now. That's this. it on the uh, Republican side. Mm-hmm. Now on the Democrat side, yeah, you've got Dean Phillips from Minnesota on the ballot. Right. And uh, uh, what's the writer's name? The woman I can't think of her name. She oh, ran the last time, and can't help you. she doesn't have much of a <laughs> no a deal. But she's got a, a little bit of a presence. Right. But now they've got they've mounted the uh, Democrats, uh, a bunch of them out of Boston and elsewhere, have mounted a write-in campaign for Joe Biden because Joe what? Biden is not on the Democratic ballot. That was the big battle last year with the oh. Democratic National Committee. Okay. They said fooey. To Iowa mm-hmm. and New Hampshire, hmm. the heck with them. Yeah. We're we're going. We want the first one to be South Carolina. The heck with those m- minuscule so little he, he's states. Not even on the ballot. Not on the ballot. I didn't know that. So you've got uh, several yeah. Democrats on the ballot for mm-hmm. uh, in the New Hampshire primary, and now they've got a big campaign. They got lawn signs out the whole nine yards. <laughs> They're hon- waving at cars, and people are honking wow. to write in Joe Biden. Will it really? So there'll matter? be some part of a president. Uh, I suppose. Probably not, but yeah. uh, Dean Phillips will right. have some uh, uh, a little oomph there, maybe. And then on the uh, Republicans, the big deal is where is Ron DeSantis? I think he had six or seven percent market share as far as yeah, voter share. The polls go something like right. that. So where are? First of all, we we don't know. Yeah. The polls are the polls. Are the polls going to be accurate? We'll find so out. <laughs> Trump has outpolled everybody dramatically, right. but Haley has kept on moving up and of course in that in that primary it's an open primary so you can have these independents and republicans oh really can pretty much go and vote however you want Hmm. and in minnesota now when we have the primary in march right uh when you go to get your ballot it's probably the same way in wisconsin yes uh you either vote democrat or republican you have to go up to the 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 voting uh, monitor and say, I, mm-hmm. I want the Republican ballot. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, all these people are looking at you and go, we know what that guy <laughs> oh. is. Or please give me the wow. American Communist Society ballot. <laughs> now we really know who you are. I don't think that's even a ballot. Well, there is a, a Communist Party, but... There's, is there really? Yeah. Is running? Uh, oh, there's always somebody oh, okay. running in the uh, <laughs> Communist Party. And the, well, you don't have to declare, I suppose, way out loud and shout at everybody. 
everybody. No, but they, somebody <laughs> knows they're giving you the Republican ballot. So <laughs> it would hand be, them a sheet of papers. I'm give me the GOP ballot. It would be hilarious in Minnesota if they did <laughs> if they had red ballots for Republicans, oh, there you blue go. ballots for Democrats, and <laughs> so then everybody. Well, no, they go. should flip them around just to confuse people. There you go. There oh, you go. See, then you never know. That's a good idea. I like that. I thought. See, I thought now. Am I, am I dumb? I could be dumb. I could have swore that the ballot was the same, and one side was one, one side was the other. You pick whichever side you're going to fill out. Oh, I thought maybe, you had maybe so. I, uh, I don't know. That's I how I, I swear that's how it was last time we had okay. a primary and mm-hmm. had a vote. It could be. It I don't could have be. to vote, but I choose a vote. I know I last week so. you were talking. To, it's the fr- Friday was the first day to pre-vote, basically. And you I vote, think they you said vote before you vote. Yeah, like you'd that. have to ask for either a uh, DFL or uh, that's what Republican they were saying ballot. on the news. Yeah. So, and your your way, I like that idea. Bruce is a lot better. You get mm-hmm. one ballot, either flip it on one the, side or flip it on the but other. People would be dumb and, then, and, do and then both. It, it was and, clearly marked only vote yeah. this side or only vote this yeah. side. Don't do both because you, you invalidated your own right. ba- uh, ballot. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm going to vote for Biden and Trump. Hey, one, two, three. <laughs> go. A good neutral guy. Here, You're covered right? both ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Bruce is here. That means it's sports time. Good morning, Bruce. That's the way he thinks sometimes. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of scary, really. Only sometimes, though. Yeah. Right. I know. Now, is Dave over his hysteria from Saturday night? <laughs> me? I, I, don't, I think Bruce had it just as bad as me. I laid in bed in the hotel and calmly watched the second <laughs> half Ooh. and barely moved a muscle. Mm-hmm. And then when the interception was thrown, oh, that was that was terrible. I just yeah. turned off the TV, took off my glasses, yeah. and rolled over went and went to, to sleep because I had to be up in four hours to go to the airport. Uh, ah, what could have been, and almost yeah, was. It just was uh, that's a tough one. Uh, Niners win twenty four twenty one to advance. The Packers season comes to an end. I think they answered a lot of questions that they needed to answer this year. I think they've got their quarterback of the future, which is great. Yeah, I think that. You know they've still got plenty of, of room to grow and to build because, and they've, they've I think they've got to solve some things on defense. But oh sure, they have five picks in the top one hundred of the NFL nice. draft this yeah, spring. Nice, nice. So plenty can more, only get better from here. Plenty hopefully. more young talent is going to make its go. way mm-hmm. to Green Bay, Wisconsin here, uh, coming up very soon. Uh, Timberwolves here on KDAL tonight, 6.45 for the coverage as they take on the Charlotte Hornets at Target Center. Wolves off a loss on Saturday to Oklahoma City, 102.97. The uh, Thunder have won two out of three this year against the Wolves. Their last matchup is a week from today back in Oklahoma City. On Saturday, the Wolves were outscored 28-14 in the fourth quarter, shooting just three for 13 from the field. Not good enough. Uh, the uh, Bucks and Pistons rematch at 6 p.m. in Detroit. Bucks won on Saturday, 141 to 135. And mentioned yeah, the NFL, the final four is set. AFC Championship Sunday at 2, Kansas City at Baltimore, NFC Championship Sunday at 5.30, Detroit at San Francisco. There will be plenty of Honolulu blue that finds its way into Santa Clara on Sunday. <laughs> All right. And if the lines are in the Super Bowl, Vegas will turn blue. Ooh. Yeah, it'll be something else. Yeah. All right, Bruce, uh, the Bruce Siski Show will be on the way after 10 this morning. What's going on today, Bruce? I'll we'll talk some playoffs. Also, the uh, upcoming offseason, a pivotal one for the Vikings. Matthew Collar from Purple Insider to discuss. That'll be good. Thank you, Bruce. 819. We'll have more of the morning show on the way. Oh! that I see walking in these woods. Why, it's Little Red Riding Hood. Hey there, Little Red Riding Little Sam the Sham there. And the Pharaohs. Don't forget the Pharaohs. Yeah, that's right, the Pharaohs. 
Little Red Riding Hood. Looking good, Little Red Riding Hood. I remember that one, boy, I'll tell you. I've got that on a 45. Oh, my goodness. Never had an album by that band, (laughs) but I have a 45 stuck somewhere with that that one on it. Yep, yep. Well, I I was kind of wondering about the timing of this uh, Ron DeSantis dropping out before the primary. Right before it. He at least get through New Hampshire to see what he does. Yeah. Huh. Well, apparently his campaign was having, he's been having some issues. Yeah. He laid off some people, Mm -hmm. and then they had a little flap where one of his senior campaign guys was observed uh, playing uh, uh, Scrabble games or something like that at his desk. (laughs) So uh, that wasn't a good deal. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. You know, the guy has been running for a couple of years. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, he had that debate with the governor of uh, California. Mm. And he just, you know, didn't get any traction. He's uh, DeSantis is an Iraqi vet, was in the military, and uh, was in, see, so he was in the state. Was he, he was in Congress before he became governor, I believe. Oh, okay. And uh, seemed to have some traction. But, you know, that's the whole problem in these things. You've got to enrapture the national conscience out right. there and uh, certainly trump has done that to some degree with oh, his yeah. loyalists but nikki haley kind of came up started coming up and mm-hmm. all the others kind of disappeared but now, now you had uh, senator tim scott from south carolina he endorsed trump mm. and haley when she was governor of south carolina she there was a vacancy yeah. in the u.s senate seat and she appointed scott now, apparently, the governor of South Carolina, who is the lieutenant governor with Nikki Haley, has endorsed Trump. Mm. So, uh, I, I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't leave a lot of folks left to endorse Haley, I guess. But well, there's a few out there. The governor yeah. of New Hampshire, uh, Sanudo, oh, okay. he's endorsed her. And huh. there's some other folks out there that are well, coming to the forefront. But we'll see. Again, all the polls show her trailing well behind the former president. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, I guess. Well, she's, you know, she's got... Some oomph there, and I think that uh, she's 52 years old. She yeah. just turned 52. I was interesting. I was watching the interviews on this uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. and they interviewed Dean Phillips this oh, weekend, really? and he's our so, congressman right. from uh, the western suburbs of the Twin Cities. And uh, Phillips' birthday and Nikki Haley's birthday was the same day. Oh, really? And when they they <laughs> said to him, he said. I think that he goes, I think this means something. <laughs> now, Phil, uh, uh, Dean is uh, 54. Nikki's 52. Yeah. And both of them 20, uh, 25 to almost 30 years younger yeah. than the two leading contenders in the right. Democratic and the Republican Party. So uh, yeah, we'll, Trump we'll might see. harp about how old Joe Biden is, but he's not that far behind, really. I think, I what is Trump, 76, 77? Something like that. Right in there. And Biden's going to be 81 coming up here. Mm-hmm. Say, Dave, do you recycle? I do. do as you? often as I can. Well, now Duluth is uh, trying to step up its effort to divert more plastic yeah. from landfills. Huh. And I don't know if they're going to go back to their crazy little uh, nickel bag deal where they oh. <laughs> they had uh, the bags. But I, Is that working, I wonder? I doubt it very okay. much. But um, the big deal... Uh, I saw an article, and I don't have it with in front of me here, but uh, on a national level, it's like 30, 35% of the people recycle. Mm. It's pretty low. And we've had we've had this movement that's been going on for years and years mm-hmm. and years, going back into the 70s to recycle. And uh, people got on the bandwagon with aluminum cans because you could uh, 
rattle those things in your basement, stink up your basement, <laughs> and go down and cash them in yeah, for some money. Yeah, you could actually cash it in for money, yeah. but yeah. that was some big efforts. So. Some big efforts, but right. some people, I knew some people that did that. I had a can crusher and oh, yeah. did that for a while. I've uh, still got it. the can crusher in the garage, so... Yeah. But uh, we it's were, easy though now. I mean, it's uh, you know we do it in Superior. We just uh, every other week it gets picked up. We put all the uh, cardboard and bottles and cans into a bag and then throw it in the recycle bin and away you go. Yeah, it's one they used to have you separating. Yeah, now, thank uh, goodness that, I don't that, have to do that. Well, then that made it even more difficult for right. people. Then they finally found out that they bring it into where they're they're uh, reclaiming it, yeah. and then they they separate it there. Yeah. Uh, the issue is uh, another big article in the Twin Cities is actually a headline article about mm. recycling, uh, proving that this stuff that when it goes to who's ever collect, well, the garbage haulers collect it, yeah. and then it goes somewhere. To that some they're sort of actually doing something with it, and no. it's not going into landfill because well, one, of the, so. one of the suspicions, and actually there's really? been some scandalous issues out oh. there, is that some of this stuff, they recycle it, and it goes off into uh, a landfill somewhere so that it doesn't go where it's supposed to. Right. Now they're claiming down in the Twin Cities that they're monitoring it, and they know that this stuff goes. Huh. The problem is, is a lot of this stuff isn't worth much. It costs more to well, reclaim yeah. it. But one of the things that they're trying to do is with the plastics mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, they melt them down. They're trying to use them for something else. I sure. saw uh, other – there was a great recycling program out in San Jose, California. I was out at a meeting out there, and uh, we toured their their plant, and they, they brought in everything there. They had, like, the rotting garbage went in one area okay. and all the other stuff they separated. And they had a company from Canada – that was pressing all this stuff together, and they were making logs out of it to build housing. Oh, wow. So it was kind of an interesting... Yeah, I, right. I, I don't know wherever that went. That was My house is made of garbage. Well, my house is made of garbage. But then again, some houses are full <laughs> of garbage. Well, if this you're, is true. If yeah. you're hoarding. Right. So I don't know whatever what legs that ever had, if that ever mm-hmm. went anywhere. But I've seen... Uh, they were showing... Uh, press deals with all this stuff that they're utilizing this this product, whether it's plastics or other recyclables, mm-hmm. uh, for building materials. I know that there's uh, a lot of uh, rubber or uh, that type of plastic recyclables that are sure. pressed into usable things, whether it's floor mats or something mm-hmm. like that. So, uh, you know, hopefully they up it a little bit. But the landfills are getting filled up, and they're they're having issues where all this stuff goes. I know they had a while there out on the East Coast, like in New York. Right. They'd send barges of this stuff out and dump it in the ocean. Oh, and all of a sudden, ye. one year, the storms came up, and all the stuff blew back. I would hope that's not the case That's, a, that's a number of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Holy Crazy God. stuff. Well, I know the Superior Landfill, which... Uh, we graciously let Duluth dump their garbage. Everything in there as comes well. from here goes to Wisconsin, yeah. <laughs> and that's about to uh, close. I think it's getting full up at this point. So, so where's it all going to go? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, we have to find a new place to uh, dump everything. So. Well, apparently there's Which means uh, more costs. I'm sure. And well, on the Duluth side, there's uh, A1 disposal. They're up in mm-hmm. Saginaw. I see their garbage cans around the area. There, they're a, a, a locally owned garbage hauler. Has joined forces with Western Lake Superior Sanitary District and the Minnesota Pollution Agency to launch a pilot program uh, that was done in 2018 that's still going strong. And this is dealing with the plastics. And... uh, uh, they think they're they're able to do something with this, so mm-hmm. they're uh, 
The problem is, is that the the moccasin Mike landfill, which is the one you're talking about, right, serving the Twin Ports, is going to reach capacity in a couple of years, Dave, mm-hmm. as you know, and they need to get this junk out of there. Well. And at least find a new place to put it all. But, you know, when I go up to uh, the the site up here on the Race Lake Road for WLSSD, oh, yeah. they have the big, when you're throwing stuff away, they have the, the metal bins right. and the other bins. And the metal bins, you know, they're bringing, able to bring that down to the scrapyard and get a couple of bucks per ton for that. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Uh, some things if you got an old snowblower you bring it over and you put it over <laughs> by right. where the or the the lawnmower for somebody reusable and there are there's an electronic section too i think with electronics the old, the old they go and yep, stuff, you yeah. separate that and appliances and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff tires right the whole nine years but what's interesting is you bring in like uh, lawnmowers and all that. And there's cherry picker guys that just go up there oh, and they I'm grab sure. these lawnmowers. <laughs> Some and of them they, are probably good, yes. They take know. all the stuff off of them, they refurbish them to uh, something else, and then they sell these things. So oh. so at least there's some renewal. All right, there. That's good. Let's get on a phone call real quick. Hi, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Jerry. I've got a grinner for you. Uh-oh, oh, Jerry, boy. we're waiting for you. <laughs> all right. Toivo and Eno are in the unemployment line. He says, she says, what's your name? He says, my name is Toivo. What do you do? He says, I'm a pilot. Well, good. We've got a job for you right away. Next, what's your name? Ano. And what do you do? He says, I'm a cutter. A cutter? We don't have any jobs for cutter. He says, wait a minute. He says, if I don't cut it, how can he pilot? Ooh, Jerry, Jerry, right. Jerry, Jerry. Thank pretty you. Bad. Very nice, That Jerry, was pretty Jerry. sad. We'll keep on piling it. Yeah. <laughs> 833 at KDAL. We'll be back. This is the KDAL Morning Show. With Dave Strandberg and Neil Atkins. Hey Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Hey Jude, Remember Beatle music here on KDAL. It's eight thirty-six. The Beatles. Yeah, we got uh, Tom from Fort Wing on the phone. Tom, what's shaking over there? Did you? Were you happy about DeSantis dropping out? Um, I guess uh, it's good to just clear the decks at this point. You know, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, we pretty much know what's going to happen next, so let's get that out of the way. Um, the reason I called you this morning is you talk about campaigning, and here in Wisconsin, uh, the Democrats are bringing the campaign to Wisconsin today. Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris will be in the uh, state of Wisconsin, and she's going to be here for one reason, and that's the campaign on top of uh, the issue of abortion. Now, here is how it laid out years ago. I'm sure you two gentlemen remember this, if I jog your memory a little bit. Uh, On the issue of abortion, Democrats said it should be safe, legal, and rare. Now, I'm going to go through that. Number one, safe. It's never been safe for the child. It's always been very treacherous for, for that baby. Legal, we had, until just recently, a law here put on the books in 1849 by, I know, I know, by old white cavemen oh. from the 1840s who, who looked at a woman and they said, hmm, did she swallow a watermelon seed, or is she with child? 
Well, they were pretty smart, these old cavemen, and they said she's with child. She had the baby inside her. Uh And uh, therefore, they rode up there in 1849, making it illegal to abort a baby. Okay? Now let's move on to rare. Well, if you look at it, we're almost at 70 million abortions in this nation. I would say rare is not even in the picture at all. And what really is disturbing to me is the fact that Democrats seem to think they have a winning issue in abortion. That this is, this is their, 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 their key to win in November is to stand on a pile of aborted babies, 70 million piled high. Tom, I got a question. Tom, I've got a question yeah. for you. Uh, you've got a connection to the uh, south of the border, and uh, the people that are coming across, I know uh, one of the suspicions is, because of the illegal immigration, is that <clears throat> the Democratic Party is giddy, getting more and more people coming, and then they'll make them citizens, and they'll all vote Democrat. As I talk to people of Latin American descent, that uh, friends of mine that have grew up uh, have immigrated here or have families in Mexico, Venezuela, uh, other Central and South American countries. Uh, What is the main uh, Christian denomination that represents literally almost every Christian south of the border? Well, it's Catholicism. Okay, Catholicism. And, And people south of the border, generally you have traditional family values, correct? It's uh, the man, the woman, the family. Catholicism is rooted deeply into it. And what is one of the premises of Catholicism dealing with abortion? Well, it's uh, anti-abortion. Mm-hmm. There's no so, doubt about yeah. it. So you've got these millions of people coming here uh, who want to work. Uh, I would say that the vast majority of uh, illegals coming to this country want to work and, and maybe send and probably send money back to their families in Central and South America. And so the Democrats are thinking that, holy smokes, they're coming here and our platform is pro-abortion. But then again, and maybe diminishing the family to some degree. But here's all these people down here that we think are going to vote for us. And if you look at Latin American communities in Florida and and uh, throughout the country, more and more people of of uh, descent from Central and South America are voting conservative Republican for family values. So don't you think they got something wrong there? <laughs> well, not only south of the border, but down in the Rio Grande Valley where I lived for many years, Star County in the Rio Grande Valley, last time voted 91% Trump. Yep. Okay? Hey, yeah. thanks for the that's, call. That's what's really scaring the Democrats about this uh, Hispanic uh, vote is they're not a very reliable vote for the Democrats yep. anymore because right. too many people see, like with this issue of abortion, sure. yep. uh, they, they, they can't line it up with their own moral teachings. Gotcha. Okay? Uh, Tom, so, thanks. Yep, good good to hear from you. We've got to yeah. move on. We do. we got another call, as a matter of fact. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Dan from Inshaw. Go ahead, Dan. the man. Uh, you know, Neil, I, uh, I, I realize that these people coming up, they're getting commods or they're getting money from the government, our government. They're getting health care and all kinds of other things. So that's why they would vote Democrat. And Maybe. Also, Maybe. 
The second issue with them coming up is China's looking to spread the disease, some kind of a, you know, a thing to mess up our election again, and they're, they're, in, they're possibly infecting people coming up from the south, or they will in the future. So that's a very dangerous situation if you have a lot of people that are coming up that are infected. Well, you know, Dan, you make a point. In the, back in the day, how many millions was it? Twelve to at least twelve million plus people immigrated here through Ellis Island in New York. Uh, that was from the eighteen eighties through uh, probably what the nineteen fifties. Ellis Island was open, and uh, one of the things as people came in. Uh, they were checked out to see whether or not they had any infections, any any infectious diseases, and if they did, they were quarantined, and yeah. then they were processed out. We had we had a way of dealing with this, and obviously, there's no way of dealing with this down there. Mm. So we have a problem. China's our enemy. China creates disease. China passes the disease on to our citizens, and now they have a new one. That's your your eyes are going to turn white and then you die a couple of days later. This is pretty nasty uh, that they're involved in this kind of thing and we're not doing much about it. Yeah, I hear there's another there's allegedly another uh, strain here that uh, wow. they're exper- some they're experimenting on. So, wow. Dan, yeah, it is a scary world out there, Dan. That's no for doubt. sure. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Eight forty three. We got to take another break and we'll be right back. Now. This is the KDAO Morning Show. Little Glenn Campbell for you this morning at 845. Dreaming about those southern nights. Southern nights. Glenn Campbell. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt what was that John Wayne movie that was in? True Grit, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah it was. Was Glenn in that? Glenn, Glenn Campbell was in oh, True Grit. Yep. Well, have you heard about the uh, the Stanley Cups lately? I mean, not the uh, hockey Stanley Cup. I saw thermos, this yeah. these thermos. What's the story on that? Apparently, the uh, Stanley Thermos Cups are really a hot item, and I'm yeah. not sure why, but a California woman now accused of stealing thousands of dollars worth of these trendy Stanley stainless steel cups. Police just outside Sacramento said they got a call last week about a woman walking out of a store with a cart full of those cups without paying for them. Employees told officers she refused to stop, stuffing the stolen merchandise into her car. Police eventually caught up with her and found 65 of the cups worth $2,500 in her car. These things are not cheap, apparently. Videos have gone viral this month showing long lines and frenzied crowds of people just trying to get their hands on the limited edition versions of the Stanley Thermos Cups. I saw an article on this, and I thought they were kidding. No. And they're not. No. Now look at this nice stainless steel cup I've got here, Unbelievable. Dave. Isn't this nice? This is a yeah, nice is big nice. cup. That's probably but, a, but it's, it's a not thermos. a Stanley. It's a thermos. It's yeah. not a Stanley. So somebody gave that to me if for Christmas. If it was Christmas a Stanley, it would be worth twice as much. It would be worth some money. I yeah, could hock it on the street here or get it uh, stolen out of my vehicle or something. I'm not sure what the deal is. It, but, gets, uh, it gets crazier yeah. as time goes on. Well, today is... Uh, See, I believe the Duluth City Council meets tonight. Yes. And uh, one of the things that they're going to have on their Allende uh-huh. is uh, a new manager for Bayfront Park. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, and we talked about that a little bit yeah, last we week. We did uh, on Friday. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently at the agenda session, there were some counselors confused on uh, who these people were. Right. And, and they were enlightened that the, <laughs> both the people... Both time employees uh, of the deck. Both yeah. of them had been uh, 30-year employees of the deck. One had been the executive director, the op- other operations manager. They put together a little company to... Mm-hmm do promotional stuff and so they're bidding to uh, go out and and run bayfront park and have a local have a local company doing that you know a couple three years ago the city of duluth went out on bids and hired a uh, company out of the twin cities a marketing company a public relations company for a million bucks a year to do marketing in that for the city Mm -hmm. and uh booted the folks that have been here for years and it's going to be interesting to see if this administration continues that contract or not. Oh, yeah. Now, things are changing. Yeah. So you see this tonight, also tonight. <laughs> uh, they are going to move forward to uh, <clears throat> develop a plan on how to use the public library down here mm-hmm. on uh, West Superior Street. Under the previous administration, they wanted to do a $75 million project and re Purposing, Everybody talks about that. Uh, uh, and now under the Reinert administration, they're bulking at the cost of this, and mm-hmm. they want a, a little bit more uh, in-depth research into what exactly, if this is going to continue to be a partial library, maybe some housing, retail, and all that sort of stuff. Right. So that's another issue that apparently is going to be before the council tonight. Wow. So a lot of... A lot of juice with some yeah, of these uh, fun. several new counselors are <laughs> getting their their feet pressed to the fire here already. AI, artificial intelligence, uh-huh. maybe striking in New Hampshire. Some voters in New Hampshire reportedly getting fake calls from President Biden urging them not to vote in the primary. Mm. According to NBC, the call begins with a voice saying the Biden favorite phrase, what a bunch of malarkey, before going on to say it's important that you save your vote for the November election. The former New Hampshire Democratic Party chair plans to file a complaint over the calls with the state attorney general and bring it to federal law enforcement attention as well. There have been local write-in efforts, as you mentioned, for Biden since he won't be on the ballot. After state officials scheduled the primary before South Carolina's campaign for Democratic Congressman Dean Phillips, who is challenging Biden for the party nomination, and former President Trump denying any connections to the call, but who knows? Well, somebody's trying to ruin Dean Phillips' well, chance here yeah. because <clears throat> apparently there's a... Uh, this is going to be an issue, though, this AI stuff when the election comes yeah. around. Well, apparently, you don't know what to believe or what's true anymore. This is true. The uh, Dean Phillips campaign, apparently they made a change to their website after a, uh, a wealthy billionaire threw his support behind Phillips, and uh. they were claiming that <clears throat> they went and changed the direction of some phraseology mm. just for that, and they're saying, no, 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 that's not the case. Wow. But it would appear is they are seeing, the Biden folks are seeing Phillips as more a threat then uh, mm. earlier they poo-pooed him, yeah. and it'll be interesting to see where he comes in on the primary. Tomorrow's the primary, New Hampshire I know primary. So. Sneaking up on us. Yeah, coming right <laughs> away, but we've still got a long ways to go until yes. next November. See, what I think of it this way, we're going to get into the spring, 
Yeah. It's going to finally brighten up for us. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll see all the nonsense and all right. the primaries around the country and everybody's stumping yeah. their stuff. Right. Then finally it gets into the summer for us. Now and we're going to get out there and enjoy everything. They'll well, you still, got the conventions, obviously. They'll then, be the conventions, so, yeah. but you are you going to the convention? No, no. Neither am I. No. All right. But it'll so, be televised nonstop by you know, both of them probably. I'll watch it with, with right. a... With a Even beverage. though everybody knows how it's going to turn out. Maybe so. I'll put a little TV out on the deck this summer, and I'll watch it with a, an adult go. beverage and have some fun. And as a friend of mine, uh, a friend of mine used to go get so ticked off, he used to watch uh, public TV, the Duluth City Council mm. meetings. Okay, he'd get so mad, he'd be sitting there. <laughs> Uh, he'd be sitting there, and they'd be sitting there in bed, and he'd have, start throwing popcorn at the TV and throwing <laughs> stuff. And his wife banned him from uh, watching any any more city council meetings. No more throwing. And stuff I had at a the friend TV. of mine. This is all I that used to. He used to commute from Duluth to uh, down south of here a little bit, and he would listen to some of the talk shows. And one day he almost ran off the road because he got so ticked off. And his uh, wife said, "No, no, no! You can't listen to these anymore." There you go. You got to re- you got to uh, you know. Stay sensible, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're at uh, 8.52. We're taking the final break. and we'll be right back. Uh, this morning, we had the sixth clue in the 2024 medallion hunt that's going on right now. Don't forget, if you find that medallion, you win a 2024 CF Moto C-Force ATV from Duluth Water Sport. Nice. Throw in $5,000 in cash from Fond Duluth Casino. Keep in mind, this medallion's hidden above ground somewhere on public property in the Twin Ports area of Duluth Superior Proctor. No digging is involved. You don't have to climb or do anything dangerous. Stay away to from find cemeteries. Well, yes, but again, public uh, areas. And if you missed any of the clues so far, you can get them all online at kdal610.com and listen for another clue if needed tomorrow morning at seven thirty. So there you go. Well, stocks this morning are opening up. Yes, there you go. So <laughs> opening higher to start the week. Investors <laughs> looking to build on a rally that happened Friday. With the S and P five hundred at an all time high, yeah, it had, uh, the uh, there's still anticipation that interest rates are going to be lowered this year. So okay, it's kind of interesting. A uh, bunch of the economists for the last couple of years were saying this is the year there was going to be a recession, and now they're kind of backing off on that. They, okay, but uh, according to one of the uh, articles here that I was looking at uh, in the business, mm-hmm. uh, they said that uh, you know just. There's still some issues out there. Of course, the politically, mm-hmm. if uh, gas prices come down and food prices come down and on and on and on, uh, then, of course, the Biden administration is going to use that saying, hey, look at what we've well, done for you. Sure. And uh, so whatever happens on your watch happens on your watch. Speaking on people's watches, uh, not on that, but on the ballot, apparently the Duluth School District is looking at going for a third shot at a tech <laughs> Technology referendum, yeah, and uh, they've, um, uh, I believe they've got their meeting uh, tomorrow. They're going to be talking about that. They did have some referendums in the past where one of them went failed. A technology referendum failed in 2018, and they're looking at potentially doing this again. Mm-hmm. And uh, whether it be a special election, see, the one of the problems is uh, they do a special municipal election at yeah. an odd time. You have a load of 
low voter turnout. Yeah, this is true. They should be doing these referendums during the main election cycle coming up this November where you have you the think. vast majority of the people in the city of right. Duluth will be out voting because it's a presidential right. election. So maybe if they, they really don't want, want to, all those people voting. Might, might well, maybe they, maybe they don't want them <laughs> right. voting. So you just don't know on this. Mm. So all we'll right. see where the school district goes on that. You like dark chocolate? I do. Apparently, eating dark chocolate could reduce the risk of high blood pressure. Ho! A new study just out last week says dark chocolate could also decrease the risk of blood clotting. Uh, the exact cause can't be determined. Experts say the findings might warrant further research for any benefits in combating cardiovascular diseases just by eating more dark chocolate. Well, make sure you don't give your dark chocolate to your dogs. It's yeah, bad they, for they don't do that well with dark no, chocolate. No, but Any kind of chocolate, really. But I do. Uh, I have this little, uh, you've seen those things advertised where they yeah. have the little beet, a, a little beet chewy. Oh, it, it's got yeah. beet extract or whatever in it. Okay. I thought I'd try them out. And they, That's not it's for your dog, not you, right? For me. For oh, me. for you. Yep. A beet chewy? Real, real beets or something <laughs> like that. Does it taste like beets? Ah, no, it tastes. Uh, they flavor kind, it uh, kind of sweet. Uh, okay, there's you. a. You know, I'm not. I've never. I'm been not a, a beet fan. I mean, I, uh, beets are okay. It's. Uh, uh, I don't um, mind. Uh, I guess it, they're very healthy. Yeah, I don't mind it mixed with other stuff. The, mm. These little cubes that are chewies right. are are tasty and they're chewy and they've right. got some sweetness to them. And apparently, they have some good stuff in them, but also claim that it might lower your blood pressure. All so right. you just never know. There's a number of varieties of them. I just happened to be up oh. at Sam's Club, and I had some jars up there, and I thought, well, you know, I'll give it a shot on these things. <laughs> you know, I'm always looking at adding healthy things to my diet. What we need is chocolate-covered beets. Wouldn't that be? Well, maybe they'll uh, do get you twice that way. Be- Boy, did I see an article uh, on uh, one of the uh, uh, off networks uh, over in Wisconsin. Really? Yeah. Cranberry, the cranberry capital of the world, oh, yeah. Wisconsin is. They were showing how they harvest all those cranberries. Yep. It was pretty cool. It is kind of cool. Yeah. I like cranberry juice mixed so in I. with some other juice. I, I usually, otherwise, but <laughs> I'll usually buy some cranberry juice. Yeah. It's a cranberry juice cocktail that's right. mostly the juice. Throw a little apple juice in there. Sure. Mix it up a little bit. It's there good you for go. you. It's good for your system. Neil, uh, we'll have to say goodbye and be back with you on Wednesday and again Friday this week. Well, folks, yeah, we'll be here healthy, wealthy, and wise. I don't know how wealthy you will be, but hopefully you will be healthy and wise. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. All right. We're wiser every day. We'll see you Wednesday. We keep learning new things every day. Everybody. All right. We'll leave you with uh, some Rick Springfield up. News time next. She's watching him with those eyes, and she's loving him.